Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hirshhorn. Today, my guest is the inimitable podcast producer and hilarious all-around amazing gal, Alicia Galati. She runs a full-service podcast management agency. And when I mean full-service, I mean full-service. That means you record and her team does the rest. She helps business owners launch and maintain lead-generating podcasts. She lives in sunny North Carolina with her husband, her two adorable boys, and a rescue pup. When she's not working, you can find her hiking or chasing after her kids or watching the latest Star Wars with her husband. So welcome, Alicia. I'm so happy to have you here. And I have to tell you that I own the child. What? I was at Target with my kids and I saw, well, now he has a name, Grogu. But when he didn't have a name, (laughs) he was Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah. And I saw saw him on an end cap and I said, I'm buying this. And my kids were like, oh, no, I'll take. I was, no. Not for you. It's it's, it's mummies. And on Friday nights, I sit and I hold it and watch the show. And then they can have it the rest of the week. But I am obsessed with the child. I actually bought a, so I have like a Picasso uh, Stormtrooper shirt or like the Starry Night. I think that's Picasso. I don't even know. Whoever that is that did the swirly Starry Night one. Oh, no, that's not Picasso. That is, oh, yeah, that's um, Van Gogh. Van Gogh. There you go. (laughs) So it's a Van Gogh Stormtrooper scene. And I got a Mandalorian the Child one today at Walmart. (laughs) I was just like, I need this. I only have a few words for you. This is the way. It is. It is the way. (laughs) So now that that's out of the way, let us talk about podcasting. Yes. You were concerned that I hadn't asked you a single question ahead of time. And that's the greatest thing about podcasting. Compared to radio, podcasts are so much more fun and so much less anxiety provoking because they're recorded. And also, you kind of get to say what you want to say. So I want to know, What's your favorite thing about podcasting? Because you're not just a podcast manager. You're a podcast creator and a podcaster in your own right. So what is your favorite thing? And if you can't narrow it down to one, say them all. Okay. So my number one favorite thing about podcasting is 
the celebrity effect that it creates. And I know you've seen this since you started your podcast. It's like it puts you on a whole different level. Like there's the people and then there's the podcasters because you're connecting with your audience on such a deeper level where you're in their ear while they're taking a shower, they're walking their dog, they're, you know, chasing their kids around, doing dishes, whatever it is, they're interacting in their normal life and you're in their ear. So it almost creates this like best friend celebrity effect that I am just obsessed with. I love the way you describe that. And you know, something I learned a long time ago that a lot of people don't realize is that when you are doing a podcast, you don't want to be talking to the many. You want to be talking to one person because people don't listen to podcasts altogether. It's not like the 1920s when you sat around your radio and that was your whole form of entertainment. Yeah, no, that's not how it works. And I mean, it's the same with like creating any content, right? Whenever you're creating a blog post or you're writing something for your social media, it's it's about who that one person who's going to read it because there's not a group of people reading it. <laughs> it's just it's just one person. Okay, so your favorite part is the celebrity factor. Yeah, and it's as though it's like when you watch TV and you watch the same show all the time, and those people come into your home and you think you know them. Yeah, like we were just talking about the Mandalorian. I mean, it's like it's part of our life now. Exactly. He's our best friend. <laughs> he is. I, I cuddle with him every Friday night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you can, what is really the benefit of being a podcaster when you're an entrepreneur? Because I didn't really understand it until I just said, all right, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to launch because I keep hearing I need to do it. And there's no time like the present. Yes, there is no time like the present. So as a business owner, you want to connect with your audience. And with the rise of social media and just the quickness of social media. So we know that a lot of social media posts only last anywhere between a minute <laughs> and maybe a day. I mean, LinkedIn is maybe three days to a week, depending on who you're talking to, what you're talking about and how much interaction it gets. But podcasts are so evergreen. The normal American listens to about nine hours of podcasting a week. So that's not just one show. Like people who avidly are podcast listeners are listening to multiple shows or they're binging a show. I know when I was working a corporate job, I was an analyst. So I was looking at spreadsheets, looking at numbers. I needed something in my ear to, to not get like my eyes crossed. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that what I, you know, let me listen to this. And I would just binge listen to like true crime podcasts or business podcasts. And it would just be hours and hours and hours per day of listening to podcasts. So yes. And there are people like, like me out there. And then your phone says, okay, Alicia, you have now had 500 hours of screen time this week. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, oh no. Yeah. I mean, oh, man, there's that. And then also, if you look at the statistics of podcast listeners, the average income for a podcast listener is $100,000. Really? So it's more likely than not that your target audience is listening to a podcast and can afford your services or your product. So that's what I just love about podcasting. It's already this platform that allows you to show up in your closet, like I am right now, <laughs> in your pajamas, comfortable, and just speak your truth, speak what you want to. And it's just, it makes everything just so beautiful. Love it. I agree. 
Now, I love to not swear on my podcasts, and I'm very censored in what I say. I'm measured. I don't want to say censored. I'm measured in what I say because I always want to make sure that I'm being informative and entertaining and not really giving my personal opinion about anything. But there are podcasts that are very much about personal opinion. So how do you kind of walk that fine line if you're a business owner and you want to interject with your personal opinion at some point? Is that kosher? Yes, absolutely. So it's just like you wouldn't want to, you know, write a blog post or write a social media post that is dry, you know, or it just kind of hands over the facts of like, this is what it is. And and if you want to buy my stuff, that's great. You want to add a little pizzazz or a little bit of even your story. So, oh my goodness, my kid was doing this crazy thing today. And then you got a picture of your kid, ice cream all over his face or something. And you know, like it engages your audience. It, it brings them into your world. And it's so easy to do that in podcasting because you can say, I was working with this client and we were going over X, Y, Z. This is how we were able to help her or have them on and have that discussion. Like you can go so much deeper in your own life because you have that space to feel like you're not going to be censored by, you know, social media or anything like that. Or the FCC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If you're an entrepreneur, do you need anything more than a microphone and some headphones or AirPods and free audacity? No, <laughs> not at all. So I usually tell people that when I first started my podcast, which it's still around, but I don't upload to it at all anymore. It's just there for anyone who wants to listen. I recorded some of those episodes driving to work. On my way to work, I had a little microphone piece that I just attached to my lapel of one of those lapel microphones connected it to my phone, uploaded it to Audacity later, clicked through and edited it, and then ran with it. And I had people come back and say, I felt like I was in the car with you, just driving with you and like listening to you talk like we were best friends just hanging out. And it's like, really, you could do it with whatever and however. Obviously, as a professional podcaster, I always prefer to take like the approach of let's get some decent equipment. Let's make sure that you have good quality areas where you can record Make sure that you are working with someone who can support you and help you if you have the capacity to do that. If you don't, then yes, you can definitely DIY it. But that's why people like myself exist. You can hand it off to me and I can, you know, run with it. You're talking about the importance of having a quiet space. I am currently sitting in my office. I've got my son downstairs who has to take an online test and he was yelling about that. And then outside, I have a bunch of workers who are working next door and yelling to each other in I don't even know what language. And so what's a really great space to podcast in? Yeah. So this question gets asked a lot. I actually talked to someone recently. She was asking the same question because she lives right by a very busy road. And so you can hear the cars driving by and it really depends. So if you are one who wants to have that, like, you're in the room with me vibe and feeling, then just run with it. But if you're someone who wants to have, like, a very professional sound, then I recommend being somewhere where you can kind of have the sound bounce off of fabric. So closets are great for that. You've got all of the your clothes. If you have a carpeted floor, if you don't, then throw down a blanket or something. If you have to record in your bathroom... Bathrooms are a bit echoey because of the tile and the porcelain, and it's just, it's too echoey. So I recommend throwing blankets all over all of that if you have to record in there. 
But then I've also seen people where they will get like little soundboards that they just put behind their microphone and that helps with the sound as well. So really it just depends on if you, you know, what your budget is, of you know, capable of handling, making sure that you do have like some form of pop filter so that it helps with those plosives as we call them in the uh, editing world. <laughs> And just making sure that you have the little things that aren't really that expensive, blankets, things like that. I've also seen someone who she put a whole blanket over her, her laptop, everything. I've done that. It's hot. It gets hot. Yes. She was like, oh, oh man, it's hot in here. (laughs) Yeah, I did that. And I I gave up. I said, all right, you know what? I'm just going to hear the dogs barking next door. What am I going to do? Yeah. (laughs) So it depends. Even if you have like, if you can hear the car go by and then you want to start over at the beginning, just pause, give yourself five seconds. You'll be able to see that in the audio pretty clearly where you need to take that out and change it. So I wouldn't really stress too much about it. So now if an entrepreneur is sold and they say, okay, Alicia, I'm sold. I am ready to not just be a listener of podcasts, but I am ready to start my own. What do you think the first steps they should take are? Yeah. So really getting clear on who you want to talk to and what you plan on talking about. Those are going to be the two key things because you don't want to just jump into it and then realize you have nothing to say about this topic. <laughs> you know, you want something that you can really talk about that if it is for your business and it's not going to be a hobby podcast, because really define that upfront. What do you want out of this? What kind of effort are you going to put in and what do you want in return? Making sure that you you understand all of those nuances, but who do you want to talk to? Is it going to be other business owners? What level of business are they at? That's going to help you define those guests that you want to have on or what topics you're going to talk about. And then what I like to call your content buckets. So all I always imagine the water parks and they've got that big bucket of water and it just fills up, fills up, and then it dumps on everybody, right? Imagine that's all your ideas, all your brilliant ideas that you want to podcast about, but you can't talk about all of them. <laughs> you know, like you can't talk about, you know, what you had, what you went out on a date with your husband, you know, and how that went. No, it's not really relevant to your business podcast, right? So you might want to talk about that. That's something for Instagram stories. We'll leave that over there. <laughs> and then having those buckets. So I like to say have about three things that you are gung-ho. This is what I'm going to talk about. These are the main things. And then filter that big bucket of ideas through there to create your podcast content. I love it. Okay. So how can people find you if they are ready to take that step? Yeah. So my favorite place to hang out is on Instagram. I love Instagram. (laughs) So I'm alicia.galati on Instagram, or you can find me at www.aliciagalati.com. Awesome. Alicia, this was so awesome. And thank you again for doing the best job ever of producing this podcast. Yes, you're welcome. I love it. And you create such great content. So if this is the first episode anyone is listening to, go back, listen to the others. They're so good. You've written a book, now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. 
And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.